Hey, how's it going, Justin? How are you doing? Happy Sunday. Yes, yes. How are we doing? I'm doing good. Welcome, everybody, to the NFL show on the Loro Antonio Sports Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Loro Antonio. Today, Justin, uh, Justin, Justin from his podcast, uh, from the Justin Time Podcast, is with me to talk about NFL-related news. But let's get started with the big news of the day yesterday when the Oakland Raiders got Antonio Brown. So, uh, what were your reactions on that? It was it was huge. As I was saying, um, that was also what um, we're preparing for the show. What I thought the Raiders should have been doing is getting either A, B, or L, B. Um, I I knew they they weren't able to get both. Or uh, it seemed at first to me like it, they weren't going to get any of them. So many people pulled out of talks with A, B. I didn't think that. Um, I know the Raiders were sort of kind of in there, but I didn't expect them to really pull out and get him. So when the news came out, I was like really shocked that it actually worked out for them. So I think that was really huge. Yeah, it was very huge there. And like we talked about yesterday, when we messaged each other, you said that the Raiders will make the playoffs. But do you think the Raiders still have a lot of work to do for them to earn that final playoff spot in the AFC? Um, I have them getting into the playoffs, probably sneaking in there. But it, it's definitely a lot of still a lot of work, though. This doesn't stop with getting AB and making them like huge in the division. There's still a lot of work to do. Um, I still actually believe that this this probably takes a little bit of, uh, before this signing. I had Gruden being in the hot seat, so this is big. Takes a little pressure off of him, so the Raiders can uh, actually get some work done. But um, yeah, I think I think that they could be in the playoffs, but I think there's still a lot of work to do uh, in that division. So um, I wouldn't expect them to be really crazy. They still have to compete with the the Chiefs, who are up there on the top, and and the Chargers. And expect the Broncos to make some some sort of moves. So um, yeah, I think a playoffs for them, but uh, still a lot of work to do though in that division. Yeah, still a lot of work to do, but I still think the AFC West, uh, the AFC West, will belong to the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, yeah like I said, I think the Chiefs take away the division there. Um, probably back a little tight for the Chargers, maybe Chargers are top two, uh, second team in that division. But yeah, definitely I have the Chiefs winning there. Yeah, absolutely. That's that will happen for sure here. So let's talk about the scouting combine recap. So tell me what your overall thoughts are. But before we get to that, um, big news for both my Patriots and Rams. They got Michael Bennett, and for the Rams, they got Eric Weddle. Tell me your reactions to those. Eric Weddle was was good. I think a, a very good move for that. That was pretty huge. Um, yeah, with, with a lot of people in the Rams like like leaving also. Uh, I think that um, getting getting Eric Weddle was nice. Nice uh, veteran uh, person to, to add to the team there. Definitely will help them up. Uh, Michael Bennett, too, was, was a huge one for uh, for the Patriots. I thought that was, that was good for you guys to do. But, um, yeah, I was I was nice to see Michael Bennett. That was a, that was a little bit of a shocker. But uh, Eric Weddle, I think, was a nice uh, pickup and needs to be moved with, you know, a lot of people in the Rams uh, not able to keep everybody. I think Eric Weddle was a nice person to, to just, you know, fill a little bit of the, the voids that they have. Yeah, I think so. You thought both of my teams, both of my teams and the Patriots and Rams are off to good starts this offseason? I think so, yeah. Fill, filling uh, whoever they weren't able to keep uh, with some people there was, was nice. And it, was, it was very good moves for them. Like, like I said, it was good to, to fill, you know, the little voids that they had with uh, not being able to keep all of their, you know, free agents and all that stuff. So I think, uh, yeah, some pretty great moves to stay on top of their top of their divisions so far. Yeah, so another news of the day that we'll talk about that the Oakland Raiders have agreed to trade left guard Kelsey Osimli to the New York Jets. 
That means it's going to be good. That's a good trade right there because the Jets are really tr- building up that offensive line for Sam Darnold. Uh, yeah, which is what I, I think they really need to do. I think, uh, like we've talked about a few episodes before, uh, Sam Darnold is, is actually very good for the Jets. I think that's to be their, their franchise star um, quarterback for the offense. And, yeah, protecting him is, is a big thing for them. I think as long as they protect Sam Darnold, um, they're going to do very good. I think that's what they were missing last year, why their season fell apart, of just not enough time for Sam Darnold to really make uh, better decisions. Yeah, absolutely. So with that being said, now that we talked about the the uh, the the uh, trades and all that, but another trade that we'll talk about is the Olivier Vernon trade to the Browns. So tell me who won that trade, the Giants or the Browns? I think Giants just have to start moving people around. Like, like we talked about before last time, it's just a big rebuild for them. So whatever they can do to get the ball rolling, uh, a real point right now, it's very hard for the Giants to – to get things going. I think the Browns win that trade. It's just it's just upgrading the team. The Browns are, are starting to really get building their team up, getting the moves of things, uh, getting people to protect Baker. Uh, I think the, the Browns uh, win that side of the trade there. I think the, the Giants are just uh, – they got to get something going, really. It's, I think it's looking bad for them. Uh, Landon Collins going was, I think, a huge uh, hurt for them. Uh, I don't think the Giants are winning many things right now, which is why I think they got to start looking at the, at the draft uh, is the draft's going to be really big for them. Yeah, the draft's going to be very big for them for sure. So, so with that being said, uh, with that being said, now let's talk about uh, let's talk about let's talk about the free, the the uh, scouting combine recap. A brief one is uh, not worried about Kyler Murray's draft status with him not performing at the combine, but I think he's going to wow everybody in his pro day. Yeah, me too. I, I think uh, Conor Murray, I think that people wanted to see just a lot from him right away, which which I think, like you said, was saved better for the, for the pro day. I'm, I'm not really worried about Conor Murray. I think he's still getting getting drafted really high. Um, yeah, that, 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 that really doesn't worry me that much. I think Conor Murray will, will show up really in, in the pro day. There's a lot more to see from him. So, yeah, not too worried about him just not performing well. I think it's just people just wanted to see something instant from him with all the hype. But I think, yeah, the pro day is where we will really see what he's made of. Yeah, and I do expect Josh Rosen to be traded traded to another team because I think I expect now the Arizona Cardinals to go number one on Kyler Murray because of his uh, familiarity with Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah, then, you know, we talked about before going back and forth for that one. Kings, I, I do kind of see that happening. Uh, when we get to the mock draft, I guess we'll talk more about that. But, yeah, it definitely doesn't hurt uh, Kyler Murray's, Murray's status in the combine. Uh, I think he could still go pretty high, definitely uh, top pick. And really, yeah, it's coming out of the draft. It's only really the Cardinals and, and maybe the Giants who, who might want to take the risk on the QB uh, just to start their rebuild. But, yeah, he's definitely definitely going up in the draft high because there, there are the, the teams that need the QB right now. So where do you think Josh Rosen would get traded to? Do you see him getting traded to the Redskins or the Dolphins? Um, I, I think really uh, – I kind of – I'm not sure. I think the Dolphins uh, – Dolphins are looking for a QB. I I think that the you know the Dolphins might take might take a look at him. I know the Saints are, are thinking of getting rid of Teddy Bridgewater. That was someone I think the Dolphins could probably look at just for take another look at. But yeah, I think the Dolphins might might get Josh Rosen. He probably uh he probably might go some to another team. But I I kind of think the Dolphins are probably going to be wanting to look at whatever QB is right there in the market, whoever they let go of. So um. 
I think probably he might be a might be a Dolphin. Uh, the Redskins too. I know the Redskins are the you know, QB. I don't know if the Redskins take Josh Rosen or they they try to make a move. Well, yeah, I guess probably. But yeah, I think the Dolphins will will definitely be looking to to pick up on someone really fast. So whether that be Bridgewater if he if he does drop from the Saints or just taking a trade for Josh Rosen, I think the Dolphins be the first one to jump on the opportunity. So you think Kyle? You think uh, Josh Rosen is done in Arizona? Uh, uh, like we talked about before, I I really personally don't think it's it's just. I think it's giving up on him too easily. Um, I I would say it's, it's possible. I'm not 100 percent uh really like sold on him being done in Arizona, but it wouldn't surprise me if the Cardinals do trade him, and if they do, I, I have him going to to Miami. Yeah, same here as well. I have my, I have Josh Rosen going to Miami. Yeah, yeah, that's I where I think Rosen it's just traded to the yeah. Dolphins at some point during the off season. I think it's going to be before the draft that they're going to that the Arizona Cardinals are going to trade Josh Rosen so that they get prepared to draft Kyler Murray. Yeah, I think if it does happen, that that would be the time to do it right right before the draft and then get get Kyler Murray at number one if, if they want to go that route. Yeah, for sure. So now let's talk about our off season outlooks for each team so let's start with the AFC West and let's start with the Kansas City Chiefs so I think the Kansas City Chiefs might look to trade D Ford I don't think they will they need secondary help for sure but I really think they need to shore up that defensive line though uh yeah I definitely have them getting uh needing a lot of uh defensive help on all sides for them for me uh also to getting some pressure off Mahomes actually helps too for the offense I have them uh looking at probably picking up maybe just some extra running back help Maybe looking at Carlos Hyde, who I still think will, will be able to do some some damage in the league if put behind a, a, a right line, which I think the Chiefs will do because they know they have to protect Holmes, give him time so he can throw to his weapons. Uh, for me, yeah, defensive help is a big thing, but also have some some breakout stars in their on their defense. Uh, I think they they still have some good people there. They, they obviously uh, there's Eric Berry if he's if he's keeping around, Terrence Smith, Xavier Williams. So the defense is is I think they they really need to start helping. Uh, Offense, as long as they beef up the line and help Mahomes, they, they should be fine. Yeah, and then when it comes to breakout players for the Chiefs this year in 2019, I have – I have I, – I have, no, we'll get to our breakout players in a minute. So, when it comes to the draft for the Chiefs, I have them getting at 29, Jahai Polite, an outside linebacker from Florida to kind of fill the void that was left by uh, Justin Houston, who was released today. Yeah, that that was big uh, news when I when I saw that. I didn't I expect that to happen. I mean, yeah, just Houston moving was was huge for me. So yeah, I think filling that void, like you said, is is big. So I also uh, agree with your pick there. That was that was a huge I think uh, drop for the Chiefs uh, to really to really need to, to fill that void as soon as they they can. So yeah, I would agree with that one for for who they pick in the draft. Um, but yeah, like, like I said, just protecting the homes on offense is really just that they'll be okay. It's just their defense that I think they really need some help with. So uh, I look for them to, to probably work with their defenders a lot more this year. Yeah, and then for my breakout players for the Chiefs in 2019, um, on offense, it's Patrick Mahomes. And on defense, it's I, I have it being uh, Chris Jones. Uh, yeah, like I said, agree on, on offense, Patrick Mahomes. He, I think he also has a few weapons, obviously. There's uh, still believe they have Sammy Watkins, who I think is, is not really done yet. So look out for him. Uh, on the defense, uh, like I talked about a little bit earlier, I do have uh, still some of their you know, big staple guys being there. Xavier Williams, I think, is, uh, is big on them for defense. So I think those are my, my breakout stars. But uh, 
Yeah, I, I like your I like your picks as well. Obviously, Mahomes is is the star of that team and the franchise. So obviously, he's he's just only going to get better as long as they protect him. Yeah, absolutely. So now the next team we're going to talk about. Now that we talked about the Chiefs, let's stay in the Central area. Now I'll go to the Mountain Time and go to the Denver Broncos. So with the Denver Broncos, they got Joe Flacco. I think they'll be a good short term guy, but really, they need they need a long term quarterback. I definitely agree with that. I actually do agree with that. Um, I actually think them getting Flacco was, was nice to have a little veteran presence, obviously, to fill the void of, of Keenum, who I think is, is obviously definitely done in uh, Denver. So for me, I, yes, too. For me, I definitely agree. I have them looking at uh, Drew Locke, actually, for them drafting uh, for their new QB as just going forward. I think Drew Locke's going to fit very well. I think he's, I think he's definitely uh, one, of, one of the up-and-coming uh, quarterbacks out of the draft, uh, besides Murray. I think he's one of the guys that deserves an extra look. And I think uh, the Broncos, he'll fit very well over there. So I, I actually have them, uh, like you said, getting a new term to sit behind Flacco. And I have them, I have Drew Locke being that guy. For me, when it comes to the Denver Broncos, I think the Broncos will draft Drew Locke, but it won't be in the first round, say in the second round. So with the 10th pick in the draft, I have the Denver Broncos selecting Devin White because Vic Banjo is going to want to go defense first with the Broncos draft strategy. Yeah, I, I do agree. I think uh, Devin, I think uh, for the first round, I know def, I don't know if uh, big name defenders like that really go that fast. There's a lot of teams that probably will be looking different areas. Um, I just have the Broncos drafting Drew Locke just to just to you know get that get that guy. Um, I think they're they're pretty good with. Um, who they have, um, we'll go and, I guess get into the breakout stars in a minute. But I think they do have a few uh, defensive weapons and stuff that will hold them if they if they do want to go for the risk. Um, I just have them taking Drew Locke right, right off the gate. Um, Drew Locke may be around for the second round, like you said. So if, if no, they don't go for Drew Locke first round, uh, obviously they, I think he'll stick around and be there in the second. But uh, definitely I, I just have them taking Drew Locke out the gate just to just to just to have you know that's something. Uh, Flacco, I think uh, time is really catching up to him. So I think, you know, getting him is, is great and a nice short answer just in case anything happens. But you do with, with Flacco, uh, how he's looking now, you, you probably want to get someone just back there to fill up this air. So that, that's my uh, reasoning for getting Drew, Drew Locke right out the gate with, uh, first with their uh, number 10 pick. Do you get what I'm going with? What I the reason? Why yeah, I do. I do get what you're getting with White, though. Yeah, like like I said, uh, I do expect Drew Locke to still be around in the second round if they don't go the route that I, I think they will. So I will agree with, with your pick coming out uh, for yeah for who they drafting uh, White. Yeah, because Vic Fangio's going to want to go defense first. Yeah, which and I said uh, makes makes sense. Complimentary piece around uh, Von Miller and uh, Bradley Chubb. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like I said, there's still yeah. I think I, I still have a few breakout stars on defense that can help. Uh, obviously, they with Von Miller being back there, huge. You need some help. But um, yeah. Like I said, defensively, it's a good strategy to go with the Broncos. Um, yeah. Like I said, Drew Lock is is still up there. But if they if they want to go defensive first, like you said, wouldn't would would be smart too. So I just have them getting Drew Lock at ten. But yeah. Yeah, for my breakout players on the Denver Broncos on offense, uh, I'm going with Royce Freeman, Philip Lindsay, and Corlin Sutland. And on defense, a guy who I think is going to continue to get better is Bradley Chubb. Uh, yeah, definitely. That was my pick for defense as well, Chubb. Um, also, have 
uh, look at Justin Simmons. I really like him. I think uh, he's I think he's going to get some work and be a little bit better this year. Uh, for offensively, I do agree with your picks too. I also have uh, obviously um, Emmanuel Sanders if he's if he's kept around. Obviously, he's going to be be big for them. Uh, Devontae Booker actually too is a big look. I have also a little bit of a bold pick. Uh, I, I like I like this roster that they have uh, offensively. Um, obviously, like we talked about uh, just a little while ago, defense defense is something you need to beef up. But I, I like who they have on on offense. So um, yeah, just just getting Flacco to to kind of step it up this year is going to be big for them because they do have some weapons. Um, so yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, for sure. So now let's go on to the Los Angeles Chargers. So um, I think when it comes to breakout stars for the LA Chargers, so we'll get to that in a minute. But really, when it comes to the draft, I have them drafting. Uh, I have them drafting Andre Dillard out of Washington State. Yeah, for for them, uh, yeah, for them, I I think um, for them it's just really same kind of thing with the Chiefs. Really, I think it's just beefing up the offensive line. Phil Rivers is obviously dangerous when he when he gets time, and uh, he's he's going to be there for, for you know until until he's done with his career. So for them to be a top team, I have them up there. Actually, Chiefs being that that number two right up there, fighting with them for the division. Um, yeah, so that's what I have for them too. Um, really, I, I I like their roster as well too. I think they're 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 really set up great offensively. Obviously, you have you have Philip Rivers, um, defense too. I I love who who they have defensively as well. So, for for me, for them, uh, just keeping some of their their big names there if they can hold on to anybody and uh, free agency, and if they could resign anyone. Um, I don't know. It might be big at this point, but I have them big thing for them resigning Jason Garrett. Which I think was a great, a great person they want to keep around. But, they also um, yeah, signed uh, Denzel Perriman to an extension. Which yeah, well, wow, that's good too for the news. Yeah. Um. So yeah, for me, it's, it's really the I like their roster. For me, it's just keeping a few of their big names for for them is going to be huge. Um. The looking at the draft, I, I like your pick. Um. I really have them just just keeping who they just trying to keep as much people as they can. I really like their roster, how it's worked out. Uh, them and the Chiefs definitely. Uh, I love their rosters. I expect the Chiefs to – I expect the Chargers to bring back Antonio Gates, and I also expect them to bring back uh, bring back uh, Tyra Williams and also bring back Corey Legent, Lugent and uh, Brandon Meebang. Which I think is huge for uh, Antonio Gates for them, which I think uh, resigning would be definitely huge. So I actually have that as a big thing for them too. Um, yeah, like, like, uh, like I'm saying, uh, for them really just – just keeping some of their big name guys, bringing them back for another season, they'll, they'll be fine. Yeah. So now, when it comes to breakout players for the Chargers on offense, I have it being uh, Melvin Gordon, and on defense, um, I have it being uh, Derwin James and Joey Bosa. Um, yes. So for me, uh, defensively, yeah. Like for me, defensively, my big thing was them resigning Jason Barrett, which uh. Might may not may not happen, but I think that was really big for them. That's my my if they don't keep him, then obviously you know Melvin Ingram is back there, Sean Jenkins. Some good, like I said, they're a good, very very good roster. I like your picks for defense as well. Uh, for offense, my thing is is obviously Phil Rivers being uh, just protected for them. Same as with the Chiefs. So my breakout star too is uh, obviously Phil Rivers is still I think the guy over there and protecting them. Just like if the Chiefs protect Mahomes, they'll they'll be fine offensively. Yeah, so now uh, – and then who do you have as your defensive breakout player of the year on the Los Angeles Chargers? 
Uh, for me, like, like I said, uh, I have uh, probably uh, Rashawn, Rashawn Jenkins just as the pick right now. For resigning Jason Barrett is pretty huge for me. I think it's a great start if they keep him. But if they, if not, I have looking uh, taking another look at Rashawn Jenkins. And obviously, uh, Melvin Ingram is uh, still back there, I believe. So he's definitely uh, the huge big star of their defense. You think Rashawn Jenkins is gonna is gonna ball out this year? I think so. I have him as a real. It might be bold, but I think he's a huge huge pick for them, and I think he's gonna really step it up and be that guy that uh people talk about on defense. Yeah, absolutely. So now let's talk about next the Oakland Raiders. So for the Oakland Raiders, uh, I think they really they really need they really uh need uh. A lot of help, and now that they got Antonio Brown, I also expect them to keep Jer- uh, Jared Cook, but I won't be surprised if they uh, get Le'Veon Bell or keep Marshawn Lynch. Uh, yeah, yeah, keeping Marshawn Lynch was, was huge, obviously. Uh, getting Antonio Brown was, like I said, the huge news when we were messing with each other. Uh, I actually had, like I said, Gruden was in the hot seat for me before this move. I thought, uh, obviously, it was probably a little bit too early to say that Gruden was in trouble, but, you know, with the whole thing about trading Khalil Mack and, and so many things went downhill after that, Gruden, I think, was definitely in a hot seat. The Raiders coming off a great playoff run, and Gruden comes back to coaching just to bring the Raiders to probably one of the worst teams in the league. I thought he was really in the hot seat before getting Antonio Brown. Uh, so, for me, that that changed everything. Uh, Antonio Brown, huge. Um, like I said, getting both A, B, and L, B was, was difficult for them, but I said they should at least try it. Um, but, yeah, for me, uh, Jared Cook was actually a huge look, too. If they if they kept him and brought him back, that would be one of my uh, breakout stars. But with getting Antonio Brown, it's definitely Antonio Brown, huge. Uh, Marshawn Lynch, obviously a big part of that offense for me as well. So this, this changes a lot for me for what I think of the Raiders now. Yeah, absolutely. So now – when it comes to the draft with the three first-round picks, I expect the Raiders to use it on. I expect them to use it on Josh Allen and Josh Jacobs and Calvin Harmon. Uh, I did, yeah, that's true. I actually have Josh Allen going high as well. I don't know. I had them going to the Jets first. I think uh, coming out of the uh, combine, uh, which we got into a little bit, uh, I liked uh, Devin Bush. I liked him coming out of the combine. I thought actually that's who the Raiders might uh, look at. I just thought Devin Bush is a good pick, and I thought he was going to either Jets or Raiders. I have Josh Allen and Devin Bush kind of switching in those picks, but eventually I have him going to the Raiders and Josh Allen going to the Jets. But, uh, uh, yeah, that would be a good pick as well for the draft. I actually have uh, looking at Josh Allen as well. And then do you agree with the other two picks that the Raiders have in the first round, getting uh, Calvin Harmon at 27 and also Josh Jacobs at 24? Oh, yeah, I definitely agree with that. Josh Jacobs, definitely another person that I'm looking at. I have them going to the Raiders as well as one of their picks. And um, who, who's your other pick you said you have them going as? Calvin Harmon. Oh, yeah, Calvin Harmon. Yes, yes, him him as well too. I think, yeah, I think the Raiders make a little bit of big moves in, in the draft. Uh, like I said, for me coming out, uh, Devin Bush is their, their first pick, I think they, they do with their number four. But, um, yeah, I, I do like Josh uh, Jacobs going with them too and, and Harmon as well. Uh, yeah, like I said, big, big changes for the Raiders now. I think uh, Antonio Brown gets some momentum and uh, really starts on the build of this team. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, so when it comes to breaking out players for the Raiders, on offense, I'm picking, the, uh, I'm picking Seth Roberts, and on defense, Arden Key. Uh, for me, for offense, I think uh, now that we have a little bit of pressure off, I think Derek Carr comes back to balling. Uh, I had a look at Jared Cook, like we like we said, talking about keeping him or not. 
But uh, for me, my offensive star, I guess, would be uh, Derek Carr. I think they're going to really build him back to where he was before he got hurt. And uh, for defense, I'm looking at uh, P.J. Hall and, and maybe even Daryl uh, Worthley, too. Yeah, absolutely. So now, with that being said, uh, let's move on to the AFC. Let's also talk about the AFC South. And our first team we're going to talk about in the AFC South, let's go to the Houston Texans. So really, when it comes to their mock draft, I had them drafting David Edwards at twenty at 23. And I think they need defensive help. And I do think they should add, go ahead and add more targets for Deshaun Watson. Uh, yeah, that was definitely huge for me, getting uh, Deshaun Watson some some targets. Um, I think too he, he he as well has a has some a few weapons there that be able to help him. Um, <clears throat> obviously, you have uh, Will Fuller keeping there is, is huge for him. Uh, if they keep him healthy, you know he has little injury problems. But um, yeah, obviously keeping uh getting getting Deshaun Watson some help too. He's he's really big. Just keeping him healthy. Uh, obviously some de- defensive help. Um, I see the the tag on Clowney, which was was big. Um, which was obviously big for them, keeping him around. Obviously, the star, of the the defense there. For me, also, uh, for me, keeping Kareem Jackson uh, in my notes is a is a big thing for them as well. Yeah, it is a big thing for them as well to keep uh, Kareem Jackson. So, with that be- with that being said, here, um, with that being said, um, let's talk about let's talk about who I have the Texans drafting. I have them drafting David Edwards, offensive tackle of out of Wisconsin. Uh, yes, that was actually my big thing too for them. I 100% agree there. I think he fits well with Houston and what they're uh, trying to do, especially with their team. So I, I that was actually a, a good pick too. I'm glad we have we have the same thing there. So absolutely. So I think the Texans will be in the mix to to get Le'Veon Bell. If not, then I could trust Lamar Miller being their starting running back. I actually do too. I actually have uh, Lamar Miller as as one of the breakout stars offensively. I think there's a few people there and help out that team offensively. And I think Lamar Miller is, is one of them. So I, I, if they don't get uh, LB, I, I do trust uh, Lamar Miller to still be running that team. Yeah, so when it comes to defensive – when it comes to my breakout players for the Texans this year on offense, I'm going with Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins. And on defense, I'm going with uh, – I'm going – my defensive breakout pick is – I'm going with uh, – I'm going with uh, Jadavion Clowney for him to continue to get better. Yes, definitely agree there. Uh, offensively, I obviously have uh, Deshaun Watson. Like I said, I have a couple people there. Uh, Will Fuller, like I just mentioned. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins also is a big pick for me. And Lamar Miller, like we just talked about. So, yeah, those are a couple of them breakout stars. Um, also have maybe a bold look at uh, Jordan Atkins. I think he's he's probably going to do a little bit of ball in this year. Um, but like I said, we talked about for defense. Yes, huge keeping Clowney. He's my my Braille star. I was big keeping him. Uh, obviously, Clowney and, and Watt duo is is crazy scary defensively. Probably the biggest defensive duo in in the league right now. So tagging Clowney was huge, and he's my my breakout star. Yeah, absolutely. So now, uh, so now, um, I think the Houston Texans are going to be in a dogfight with the Colts, but I think the Colts are going to be very hungry to win the AFC South this upcoming season. Oh, I definitely agree there. I think Texans and, and Colts are definitely going to have a, a little bit of fighting back and forth for that top spot there. Um, definitely I have the Colts trying to move up and, and get that first spot from them. Uh, I have the Texans right now being uh, the kings of that division. But, yeah, expect a really tough fight with the Colts this season. 
Yeah, absolutely. So now with that being said, let's talk about the Indianapolis Colts. So when it comes to their offensive needs, I see them actually drafting another offensive tackle to, so that it helps protect uh, Andrew Luck. But I could change my mind on this. Can you talk? Tell me what you think the Colts really need this offseason. Uh, for me, I think uh, protecting Andrew Luck, like we said. For me, though, definitely I think it's defensive help. I think that uh, if they're, if they're going to be competitive, especially in that division, they, they really want to lock down defense, not have so much pressure to be on Andrew Luck to, to come out there and have to save the game like he usually does. I think they did really well with that uh, this past season. The game hasn't been so much on Luck. It's been uh, the past few seasons, which has really led him to getting hurt and not having that protection that much. So for me, I think it's it's really uh, as long as they beef up that line, they'll be fine. Uh, they have a couple offensive weapons, which I put some trust in. But I, I think getting defense is huge for them. So for me, uh, probably defensive help is where, where I think they, they really need to start uh, if they're going to be competitive. Yeah, when it, you said offensive help or defensive help? Yeah, I, I, think, I think defensive help is a big thing for them. Uh, offensively, it's just protecting Andrew Luck. But I think defensively, it's going to take a lot of pressure off that if they you know, not have the game rest so much on Luck's shoulders. So defensively is what I, where I think they, they might need to look at right now. Yeah, I, I have the Colts going with the middle linebacker. I have them going with uh, Tavon Cooney from Notre Dame instead of uh, Juwan Taylor because I think they need another guy to kind of compliment uh, Darius Leonard. So with the 26th pick in the draft, I now have the Indianapolis Colts going after Tavon Cooney. Yeah, so I love, love the Dame picks. Uh, obviously, I'm big on, on Dame's defensive. Defensively, Dame always has these good players coming out and helping with defensive. We've seen that with Harrison Smith. So, obviously, I love uh, getting big uh, defensive picks whenever Notre Dame has someone coming in the draft like that. So, I actually agree with your pick there, too. Uh, like, I, like I for their linebacker. But, like I said, uh, defensive help is going to be big for them. Uh, that's what they need to focus on. But if they if they do want to get some more beefing on the whole line, it's only going to help so that uh, – um, Andrew Luck gets uh, better in more time. Yeah, another guy that could compliment Darius Leonard. I originally had the Redskins going after Tavon Cooney, but I changed my mind, and I have them getting uh, Devin Bush from Michigan. Uh, like I said, I had Devin Bush going a little bit higher in the draft. Like I said him landing in, in Oakland or, or Jets, one of those three or four picks, like uh, like we just mentioned. But um, it, it's for me, it's, uh, Colts, I think, are going to be very, very active, too, this, this year. Um, like I said, there's there's still uh, Len Collins floating around with the Giants letting him go. Wouldn't be shocked if the Colts tried try to make that move or be in the talks of pursuing him, which I had written down as a big thing for them too. But, uh, yeah, like, like I said, it's, it's just for them building on uh, defensively. Yeah, so now when it comes to breakout stars in the Colts this year, so on offense, um, I'm, st- I'm going to stick with Marlon Mack. And on defense, I'm going with Darius Leonard. He's going to put his name in the conversation for Defensive Player of the Year with Aaron Donald. Well, big big pick. Uh, offensively, yes, I also have Marlon Mack as a big offensive star there. Uh, defense, I, I went to Taekwon Lewis. I think he, he gets a little bit of a look defensively. I don't know if he's the leader, I would say, but definitely someone I have as a breakout star, maybe getting talked about a little bit more defensively this year. Uh, definitely, as I said, agree with Marlon Mack and defense. Uh, kind of, kind of took a little bit of a look at this, but I had Taekwon Lewis probably getting a little bit talked more in defensively. And do you agree with the pick about Darius Leonard continuing to get better? Yeah, for me that that's huge too. Uh, he's also someone I have written down there. Um, he, he might be more of the leader, I think, of the picks that we have defensively. 
Um, I just have Taekwondo Lewis just being just an extra extra look, probably doing a little bit of ball in here. Uh, but, yeah, I definitely agree with you there defensively. And, and offensively, of course, Marlon Mack, uh, my big star for them. Which Bush guy are you talking about? What? On defense, who's your defensive breakout player again on the Colts? Uh, Taekwon Lewis. Taekwon Lewis? Oh. Yeah. What is he? Huh? What position is he? Um, oh, I believe he might be there. I think he. I think he's in the backfield. I'm pretty sure he might be one of their safeties. Or I believe. I have to take another uh, extra look at him, but um, yeah, I think he was in the in more of the backfield, which I think is where where I had them getting their help. Like I said, not getting scored on, so they take a little bit of pressure off the Colts. I could be wrong on his exact position, but I know I was looking at their backfield when looking at over their roster. He he may be a safety, maybe maybe a little bit up in the field, but I think that's what I was looking at when I was roster to see where they need some help this year. Yeah, so now let's talk about the Jacksonville Jaguars. So really expecting the expect them to sign Nick Foles and I think when it comes to like wide receiver I think what they need is uh I think they're they're going to sign Nick Foles I think Blake Bortles is gone and I expect the Jaguars to uh to kind of to kind of get some outside linebackers as well to kind of help with that but uh they need targets for Nick Foles too definitely do I definitely had them sign Nick Foles that was really my big thing is definitely done. 100% agree with you there. Uh, Foles is obviously, yes, the big thing I had for them uh, heading into the offseason. That was my my big thing they were doing with signing Nick Foles. Uh, for me, the Jaguars, I believe, uh, I think I have them going with Juan Taylor. Uh, they, being their pick that they're coming out of in the first one, that they're, they're uh, number seven pick. Uh, obviously, I, I do feel pretty comfortable with their offensive targets. I think uh, Leonard Fournette is due for a comeback this year. Um, so I have him as a breakout star. I'm getting to that a little bit. But, uh, yeah, I think I have them going with Jaquan Taylor in the seventh pick in the draft. Um, defensively, I, I have them needing probably a little bit extra help. But, obviously, we were trust. I think uh, Jalen Ramsey's due for a comeback. That little fall off he had uh, this past season, I don't think there's anything to worry about. Uh, but for me, yeah, definitely, like you said, getting targets for Nick Foles is a big thing. Um, but also I think uh, they, they do have some other people there in case they need to take some pressure off. Um, so I think Leonard Fournette is my big one to come back, uh, have a comeback year. And then my, uh, and then my, my, uh, my uh, pick for the Jaguars at seven, I have them drafting Montez Sweat out of Mississippi State to kind of fill the void that Dante Fowler Jr. left and have and pair him up with Talvin Smith. Big one there, Montez Sweat. I actually uh, have going right under him to to the Lions. I think he definitely fit over there in Detroit. But I would say, uh, yeah, I think I have the Jaguars taking Juquan Taylor. But Montez Sweat is actually uh, another one of my switches there, just like I had Josh Allen and the Raiders. Uh, they could end up with the Jaguars. I think the Lions might take the pick on him if the Jaguars don't. But uh, so yeah, I think I have him going seven or eight there as well too. Yeah, Jaguars need O line help. Uh, yeah, they definitely do if they're if they're bringing in. Uh, Nick Foles, which obviously they have they, Will Richardson, and they have then they have Cam Robinson to start at the left and right tackle position. So that's why I have the Jaguars getting Montez Sweat and the Lions getting Clean and Farrell at eight. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I don't know. I think I have the Jaguars going with Quan Taylor, but Montez Sweat obviously a pick that I have going. Uh, like we said, set, like I said, seven or eight up there as as a switch as well as I have uh, one of my switches in the top ten picks. So my breakout players 
of the Jaguars this year on offense. I'm going with uh, Leonard Fournette. And then on defense, I'm going with Jalen Ramsey along with uh, A.J. Boye. Uh, yeah, definitely my picks there. Like I said, Leonard Fournette, I think he's due for a comeback. Uh, offensively, he's one. Of my, he's my breakout star. Defensively, like we just said, Jalen Ramsey, who I think was due for a comeback as well too. Uh, I have him right there. The same picks there, Jalen Ramsey. Um, also saying we take a look at probably uh, Lynn Johnson sitting back there as well. But uh, definitely uh, Jalen and AJ are, are definitely a big duo. So for me, those are also my breakout stars defensively. A hundred percent agree with you there. And they got they got rid of uh, Malik Jackson, so. So now that the Cavs, the, now the Jaguars have saved a lot of money there. Yeah, too, which is big for them, too, especially if they're, they're making these moves for uh, free agency uh, to fill up the cap. And, and Nick Foles not, might be a huge cap thing, but definitely getting some money there to build up that offense, get him some weapons, get him some, some help uh, offensively, beef up that line. Um, yeah, definitely a big thing there for me, too. Yeah, so when it comes to – now that with that being said, let's talk about the Tennessee Titans offseason look. So really, I think they got to need targets for Marcus Mariota. They need to. They need. They need weapons for Mariota. Definitely, yeah, definitely. Uh, protect Mariota is my big thing too. Uh, yeah, get get some weapons. Take pressure off of him as well too. So offensively is where I had my my big thing getting help there uh, as well. Uh, I do have a little bit of faith in who they have offensively. Um, they have people like Corey Davis, I think, sitting there is pretty good. Cameron Batson, some 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 weapons, but like you said, definitely get him more help. Uh, I have faith in their in their defense, who they have on their roster right now. So I'm not 100% too worried about that. But yeah, I think everything's going to run through Mariota. So protecting him and taking pressure off him, like you said, getting him targets is going to be a big thing for them. Yeah, and with the 18th, with the 19th pick in the draft, I have the Tennessee Titans drafting AJ Brown out of Ole Miss. I, I like him. I really, really do like AJ Brown. He's a big, big thing for me coming out, coming into the draft. So having him going to Tennessee would be huge, huge for them. I, I really like him coming up. Yeah. So now, with it, when it comes to breakout players for the Titans in 2019 on offense, I have it be Marcus Mariota and uh, Corey Davis, and on defense, form a guy that I used to, a guy that I loved on the New England Patriots, and a guy who I think will be. A, a household name for the Titans is Malcolm Butler. Yes, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, like I said, offensively, Mariota protecting him, everything is going to run through him. Uh, like we just mentioned, Corey Davis. So that's my my offensive breakout stars as well. Uh, an extra look at Cameron Batson too as well. But yes, like you said, defensively, Malcolm Butler, huge. Uh, glad you still have a uh, glad you still have that man looked at, even though. He's- He's not on the team anymore, but uh, yeah, definitely good to keep looking at that man for being uh, big defensively, just like he was on, on the Patriots. Yeah, for sure. So now that being said, uh, let's go on to the NFC South and let's start with. So with the 14th pick in the draft, I have the Atlanta Falcons selecting Garrett Bradbury to, out of NC State, the center. Because I don't know how much longer Alex Mack will be because I think Atlanta is going to need a, a young center to kind of help stabilize that offensive line for the Atlanta Falcons. But really, they need defensive help too. But when their defense is healthy, they're going to be good, especially getting back Keanu Neal and Ricardo Allen. Uh, yeah, definitely huge as well too for them. Uh, for me, my big thing, it might not happen, but for me, for them, uh, keeping Bruce Irvin was a big thing for me. I actually had – uh, the Raiders probably even trying to get a move at him if they weren't going to get A, B, and L, B. I think he's very huge for them defensively. 
Uh, keeping him if they could was my my big thing for them defensively. Like I said, uh, for them, uh, I still don't see being competitive. Obviously, they have Devonta Freeman and Julio and Matt Ryan uh, might still stick around. Like you said, getting a center is a big thing for them, uh, beefing up that line. Uh, defensively, yes, have them being uh, a lot of help, which is why keeping Bruce Irvin I thought was a, a big thing for them. He's defensively, I think, going to be a, a huge thing that I, I really don't want to I really wouldn't let go if Bruce I was. Irvin's not a Falcon. Oh, that's right. Uh, oh, what did I have him? You ever had him? Talking about Bruce Carter. Oh, yep. Yeah, sorry, sorry, wrong Bruce. Oh, I was looking at who they need to try try and get. Yeah, Bruce Carter. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, got my Bruce's confused. <laughs> yeah, Bruce Carter. Yeah, like I said, definitely being uh huge for them. I think keeping him was uh is is going to be huge. He's going to start uh being big for them defensively. Getting defensive help, like you said, is going to be a huge thing. So, yes, Bruce Carter. My apologies, everyone. Bruce Carter being uh, being big for them. Uh, my breakout star. So, with that being said, uh, so with my breakout stars on the Falcons is on offense, it's going to be Calvin Ridley. And on defense, I'm picking, uh, I'm picking uh, a guy who I, I like on the Atlanta Falcons. I, I like Desmond Trufant. I think Desmond Trufant will, will be – Falling out this year. I <laughs> uh, love your picks there. Offensively, uh, offensively, agree with your picks for Ridley there, hundred um, percent. Yeah, like we said, all all helps on beefing up that line. Um, like we just talked, like I just tried to mention, messed up a little bit his name. Forgive him, but uh, Bruce Carter, I think it's going to be huge for them defensively. Um, I also have, uh, like you said, Defon being a, a look at as well as my breakout star. I think Bruce Carter is balling out this year. Um, that's why I was high on him. But yeah, definitely agree. Calvin, Calvin, Ridley? Calvin Ridley. Yes, yeah, definitely agree with what you said there. Yeah, and expect this Atlanta Falcons team to be second place in the uh, NFC South behind the Saints. Oh uh, yeah, I think Saints obviously keys kings in that division. Uh, like we talked about a little bit before, when we get to get to them, probably in a little bit. I have Carolina. Don't don't uh, sleep on them just yet. I think they're here with a comeback. Uh, I think uh, obviously Cam having uh, his shoulder problem. But I think they're going to do a lot better uh, protecting him. Might even go on the draft and get a little bit of the guy to back him up in case. I have them looking maybe at, at Will Greer for 16. Uh, I like Will Greer coming up. Uh, not saying that they make that move just yet, but I think that's something they might want to look at. So I'm saying, yeah, don't, the Falcons might be up there right behind the Saints, but don't sleep on Carolina for that comeback. Yeah, so when it comes to the Panthers, now we'll talk about them. Uh Start with the draft pick. So with the 16th pick in the draft, I have the Carolina Packers selecting Nikhil Harry. Uh, yeah, like we said, uh, for me, it was getting the um, – in case Cam doesn't happen, I've been drafting Will Greer just as a big look for them just to get that quarterback situation, just to get a little bit of pressure. Uh, it's my mad more pressure, but a little bit of some some kind of stability to, to help out Cam in case things go wrong. Uh, definitely for me, uh, I have them being huge. I have them coming up um, – so for your draft pick as well, uh, I agree with you there. I just think they're they're poised for a comeback this year. Not not ready to give them 100% that second pick. Uh, Falcons obviously might take the edge there, but I think it'd be very very competitive. Uh, for me, I, I like I like their I like their offense who they have. Um, I'm really high on Christian McCaffrey as my breakout star. Uh, I love their their defense, uh, people they have around there. But yeah, I'm I'm really high on, on Carolina this year. Yeah. Where my breakout players on the Carolina Panthers this year is uh, on offense. I'm going with uh, I'm going with uh, Christian McCaffrey, and on defense, I'm going with 
Luke Keekley. No, uh, Shaq Thompson. Sorry. Oh, okay. Well, I was going to say we're, we're probably 100% there. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, definitely am high on him offensively. Uh, one of my favorites they have on the roster. Um, I'm still high on my boy, Jarius Wright. I still believe he's he's got something hidden in the tank there for a little bit of a weapon people might not want to forget about. Uh, but definitely high on Christian McCaffrey, my boy over there offensively. Defense, uh, Luke Keekley is my man over there defensively. He's my, my boy for them, big star for them in Carolina. I think he really helps uh, lead that defense. Um, I think this this team is poised for a comeback. Like I said, might not be 100% locked in for second place. Falcons might take them on the edge, but it's going to be very competitive. Yeah, so uh, can you give me a minute here? I got to use the restroom real quick, and when we come back, we'll talk about the Saints and Bucks. All right. So, all right, everybody, welcome back. So, now let's talk about the New Orleans Saints. So, really, they don't have a first-round pick. With their second-round pick, I have them getting uh, Irv Smith Jr. out of Alabama. Oh, uh, yeah, for me, the Saints, uh, for me, yeah, I'm not, we're not too worried about them not, not having a first-rounder. For me, most of their, their work is probably picking up people, like you said, and so pick I actually have uh, agree with there. Uh, for me, yeah, they're they're top of the division. I think they they run away they run away with it. Um, Falcons, like we said, being uh, number two, and like I said, I think fighting with Panthers for that second spot. But yeah, not not too worried about the Saints at all. Uh, I think they're they're definitely running away with the with the NFC South. Yeah, and especially they were so close to coming to playing the Patriots in the Super Bowl if it weren't for that Rob uh, pass interference call. Yeah, yeah, the pass interference was a big thing. Uh, yeah, like I said, helping your Rams get over into the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think the Saints are right back where, where they are uh, next season. So, with that being said here, uh, the Saints need defensive help, but really, I think they're going to keep Mark Ingram. Uh, yeah, yeah, like I, I have uh, Ingram and Kamara being big for them, uh, like we, like they were this past season. Um, like I said, keeping, keeping him and – Having him paired uh, there and splitting with Kamara is good. Uh, yeah, I like I love them offensively. I love them uh, defensively. Like you said, getting some extra help uh, there for them. Um, I do like some of the some of the pieces they have. Um, I liked a little bit of what I saw from Manti Teo. So I think uh, def- he's he's only a person that probably uh, is going to get better. I believe. Um, 
and yeah, like like I said, they're they're running away with the division for me. Not not worried at all of uh, positioning about where the Saints will be. I think they'll be right back where they are uh, next uh, this upcoming season. Yeah, and I think Drew Brees is gonna is gonna retire the same year Tom Brady will. I think Drew Brees and Tom Brady will be both playing football until they're both forty five years old. Oh yeah, absolutely. I don't see uh, reason and, and Brady definitely for more years. Uh, yeah, like you said, leaving at the same time. Definitely see three, three, three years out, of, three more years out of them. Uh, Who, Brady or Brees? Uh, yeah, both. Like you said, I see Brady and Brees going up and going out at the same time. Uh, yeah, really see them being in a position where they can keep going. So yeah, like I said, not not worried about them at all when it comes to that. So, yeah, so when it comes to breakout players for the Saints in 2019, on offense, I'm going with Trey Quan Smith. And on defense, I'm going with Marcus Davenport. Uh, huge, yep. They're a huge, big one. Marcus Davenport is definitely a star for me defensively shining. Uh, offense for me, um, like I love, like I said, we love the pairing of Ingram Kamara from them. Um, still love my boy Ted Ginn over there sitting in there. But uh, for me, definitely, uh, I would have to say right now, uh, probably, Cam- probably Kamara. Keeping Ingram is huge. Uh, somehow it doesn't happen. One of those two being my big breakout stars. Uh, definitely agree, Marcus Davenport. Huge star for me uh, defensively. The Saints are going to keep Mark Ingram. And I also think... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Oh. I was saying that Marshawn Lattimore is a player to watch out for. Oh, yeah. Sorry. That was a little weird. I don't know what happened there. Uh, yeah, de- definitely agree. Definitely agree with you there. Um, as as huge uh, working out for them. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I said, yeah, not not really worried about them at all. Uh, they're, they're running away with that division. Love the roster they have right now. Uh, like we talked about keeping Ingram, I expect that to happen. And I think that's that's huge for them if they uh, when it does happen. If it does, I guess. going on.